Will and Woody. Podcasting now. We've got an icon of Australian music, global music really, right now on the show. This man is literally woven into the music fabric of this fine country. Not bad for a bloke who was actually born in Scotland. His voice is unmistakable. We've all heard of vocal warm-ups. But listen to this. Crikey, that must hurt. He spent a lot of 2020 singing duets on Insta with his beautiful wife, Jane, who, I might add, has an exceptional set of pipes herself. Now that's hashtag couple girls. Here to chat about his new book and single release, Killing Time. Welcome to the show, Jimmy Bond. Hey. Hey. Have a hell of an intro there. How are you? I feel like warming up just listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crack in, Jimmy. Crack in. If you want to warm up, man, go for it. Jump in. I'm warmed down, actually. How's it going, mate? Mate, we're good. So good. So great to talk to you, mate. This is um, this is really special for us. We're obviously mm. huge fans. We've got a copy of uh, the brand new book, Killing Time, in the studio right now. It's a series of different stories that you've that you've put in there, Jimmy. Uh, and we just mentioned your wife, uh, Jane, and the, the stuff you guys have been doing on Instagram. Apparently, in the book, uh, there's a story about your, uh, your your wedding anniversary and and really celebrating the actual oh, day. Oh man, oh man, it's traumatic. You know, we um, we got married on on the 22nd of May, right? Mm, mm, so yeah. it's winter, winter down here, and mm. we live in the Highlands, and so it's quite cold down here. Sure, sure. And, yeah. um, and so it was a big, sort of sunny but freezing cold day. It was about five degrees, and uh, the sun was starting to go down. I said to Jane, "You know, let, let me. You know, it's our anniversary. Let me take you out for a little romantic canoe. You know." Nice. And she's going, "Oh no, I don't really want to." I said, "Come on, we'll rug up. It'll be nice, and you know, I'll paddle you up the river and all that sort of stuff." Mm-hmm. And uh, I talk. I managed to talk her against her better judgment. And we got up the river, you know, and I'm, I've, got, I've got the straw hat on. I was singing like singing like the gondolier, you know, singing Italian songs. For, and, um, <laughs> and it was all very romantic, but she was freezing cold. And I got about, you know, a couple of hundred yards up the river. And she said, maybe we should just turn around and go back. No, no. I said, whatever you want. It's your anniversary. No worries. And I don't know. I just wasn't concentrating when I turned the canoe around oh, no. and I flipped it over. <laughs> and we both went in the water. And it was absolutely freezing it was but luckily the first thing i did was grab my in my hand in my, in my jacket pocket and put my iphone over my head so the iphone survived right and oh, well we, we get out yeah. we get out and we're standing on the side of the thing and there's a photo in the book of, of poor jane she looks like a drowned rat <laughs> she, she was she was crying she was crying and i was just laughing so much because it was ridiculous and she's just she's crying away and i'm saying come on darling you have to stop crying and you have to help me drag the canoe out the river or we're going to freeze to death. Oh, my God. <laughs> and so, God. Yeah. so we got it up. I, t- I tipped it over and I paddled her back up in deathly silence, might I add. Nice. <laughs> she could have wanted to kill me. And I got I got to back to home yeah. and, and uh, she she jumped straight out the canoe and left me to pull it up myself. And I don't think she spoke to me for the rest of the night. And it took her about two years to ever go anywhere near the water with me again. Wow. <laughs> oh, happy anniversary, honey. You called her, uh, and I'm not, I hope she's not listening to this interview because you just called her a drowned rat and admitted that uh, you saved your iPhone oh, no, no, before you saved like her. One. She, lo- she, she looked like one and she said, and when I told her I put the photo in the book, she said, you didn't. I said, yeah, sorry. But it's just so funny. It's a big part of the story. But you know, for a drowned rat, she's extremely beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great stuff. Will and Woody. Podcasting now. We've got a special guest, Jimmy Barnes, uh, who's on the phone. How are you going, guys? We've got you on, Jimmy, because you've written a new book uh, called yeah. Killing Time, which is a collection of a 
whole bunch of short stories, mate. Um, yeah. can, can you tell us a bit more about, um, you know, going from the height of rock and roll to now coaching your kids' soccer team? <laughs> oh, my man. Well, you know what? I used to go, I used to, my, my son was in, in a little school down here in the Highlands, mm. and, uh, and he was like seven. It was the under sevens. Yeah. And I used to go watch them, and none of them, they, you know, it was kids' football. They all, like, it was like 22 kids were all running after the ball at the same time. It looked like ants. Yeah. And, I, and I was there, and I used to play football a lot, and I had lots of good mates who played football. Yeah. And they, and the poor school, they they, could, they didn't have a coach, you know. Mm. And the, each parent was taking their time, you know, coaching them. And some of them were really mean, you know, like really like trying to live, live vicariously through their kids and yeah, yeah. yelling at them and all this. So I thought, you know, I volunteered. I said, I'll be I'll be the coach. So yeah. I got in there, and it was the hardest job. No kidding, because they really none of them listened. They didn't really want. They just wanted to run around and have a good time. So yeah. what happened was, I you know I decided that they really they weren't going to learn much and they're mm. too little. So I just let them do what they wanted. And uh, <laughs> you know, kid, we used to. And it was a little private school, so they they weren't really tough. Yeah, and um, yeah. they used to play against all of the local public schools and get the hell beaten out of them. Yeah. You know? So um, and we get beaten. They get beaten like fourteen nil. You know, and which is a lot when you're playing soccer. Yeah. And um, <laughs> and they come off the field all excited. They go, "Did we win?" And I go. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you won. You know? And, that, and that, so I get them all, and I get them before they dance stuff on me, and I take them all to the ice cream shop. And and, and every week I would celebrate in the ice cream shop because we won, but we were getting beaten by by ten goals every week. And I, and I actually did things like I got you know Craig Johnson who used to play football for. Uh, for Liverpool, uh, and, yeah. and you know he was one of the greatest footballers come out of Australia. Yeah. Craig was a mate of mine, so Craig came down. It's the tiniest little school, I'm telling you. And Craig came down one day with a couple of uh, Socceroos and did wow. and and did coaching clinics for them. It didn't help. The coaching was great. The, the students weren't listening, uh, but it was it was great, and we still lost. Um, but uh, then one day, one day I was out at the football, and you know when those parents who are just screaming at their kids and yeah. driving them really hard. Yeah, I was yeah. I was coaching, and was one of my little guys in defense, and his dad was yelling and calling him useless and screaming mm. at him, and yeah. the little kid was on his knees crying, right? Oh, so I went yeah. down. I, I was up in the middle coaching the team. I, I went down to that end, and I said, what are you doing? And he started yelling, and I said, don't raise your voice at me. I'll bloody knock you out, you know? <laughs> and um, <laughs> and just, as I, just as I said it, the referee came down, and he thought I had been screaming at the kid. Oh. Right? And, and, and he reported me. They reported oh, me oh and they God. threw me off. I was I was lost. Jeez, I was Jimmy Barnes, I reckon you you would give one of the all time great sprays though as a coach. I mean, young young kid. I mean, notorious for a man who can scream. I mean, I'm not sure what the pipes are doing right now, but would you know, would you manage to, would you mind giving us a sample of a Jimmy Barnes spray at halftime? Yeah, you stupid fuck! No, 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 I'm sad to say, guys, you're doing really well. Just, uh, just stay calm. Make sure you have a good time. And save enough room for ice cream afterwards. No, you know, they were just, they were just like sweet kids. So I, you know, but I did. I really, I really lost that at this poor parent. And I was about to jump down his throat when the referee saved him. Oh, so, um, you know, amazing. just as well, you know. Well, it's, all... it's not good. Not a, it's not a good look when your coach gets arrested. No, wouldn't have thought so. See what you're hearing. Find us on Instagram and Facebook. Search Will and Woody.